Now to pull on the headphones and see how it sounds. Oh, that's great. Hello and welcome to the Adventures in Odyssey Scoopcast, your source for the latest in Adventures in Odyssey reviews, still in podcast form for those who don't have time to read. I'm your host, Lee Asim. Let's get started. All right, guys, we are finally here, continuing the Scoopcast review series of Adventures in Odyssey, going on to album 63. It's been a while, over two years since we've recorded this review, but we don't talk, we don't talk about that. But I am so glad we are finally releasing this, so settle in for the Odyssey Scoopcast review of the first episode in album 63, Up in the Air, Find a Penny, parts one and two. And also, sorry about Ryan's audio, it was a little messed up, but hey, what are you going to do about that? Welcome to the Odyssey Scoopcast. I'm Ryan Matlock. I'm Garrett Vandenberg. And I am Lee Asim. And, uh, yeah, we're recording another album episode review of Album, album 63 episode. this time. What's Yay. the title of this one? It's, is it, that, uh, there is it's, more than just a number, right? It's, yeah, there no, is. There it's, is. And I know what that is. Do you want to say what it is? Yeah, I'm going to as soon as I remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> something about falling okay. out of a plane. We are your resident Odyssey experts here, and we know that the title of this album is Up, Up in, in the, the air. air. Up in the Air. I remembered and Yay. totally didn't look it up. Because we just we just all said that at the same time. <laughs> Great. Anyway, this is uh, yeah. another one of the six episode albums, uh, not the twelve episode ones. Pretty good episodes, if I can say that. Yeah, I'd say that they were pretty good. I I like this album. I'm actually really excited uh, to review this one. I'm not going to tell you what I think about this album because <laughs> got to state that for the end. Oh, the <laughs> end. We have to wait to the the end to know how you thought. I'm not going to tell you any of my thoughts about any of the episode until the very end of this podcast, and then I'll just tell you all in, in a short sentence, kind of my my view. Yeah. See, Garrett Garrett's been uh, taking some business classes, and he's learned that you gotta like have some build up in these multiple episode <laughs> things so that people will listen to the very end. Exactly. I guess it's just going to be you and me, Ryan, talking about album sixty three. Just you and me. I'll hey. see you guys in an hour or two. <laughs> no, but seriously. Bye. Okay, so our first episode then is... Find a Penny. Episode 826 and 827. Yes, it's a two-parter. Cool. So, Lee, do you want to give us your thoughts on how, like, what was the uh, plot slash thought of Find a Penny? The plot slash thought. Should this be the review or the plot summary? This is your summary and then your thoughts. Okay, so let's go. All right, so the plot is basically... Connie and Whit are talking, then Wooten runs in and says he's lost his memory on his honeymoon. They take him to the hospital. Dr. Graham says that she doesn't know what's going on. And so they talk to Wooten. <laughs> he realizes he remembers a couple things about the honeymoon. And they slowly start to piece together Wooten's memory. Finally, Dr. Graham realizes that Wooten had been drugged. And when they figure that out, the Jason is called in and the agents are <laughs> called in. And then things start to get really, really crazy. And then finally, they realize where Penny is and they go and find her. I just think my favorite part of that summary is where you said the Jason comes in. <laughs> I was going to say the CIA or something, but then I realized he's, he's, he's such an epic character. We don't refer to him just as Jason. Jason. He is the uh, Jason. Well, I was thinking uh, with this episode, I did, I did like this episode, but mm. it seems to me like the plot is entirely based on just waiting until Wooten remembers something. And that's, 
Okay. But I do remember having this great idea on where we could go for our honeymoon. And where was it? I don't know. I just remember thinking that is so perfect. Penny's going to love it. That's not helpful. But and once Wooten does remember almost everything and they're going to rescue Penny, it seems like those final scenes went really, really quickly. Yeah, I felt like... But personally, I found it to be kind of long. It was okay as a two-parter, but it seemed to kind of drag, like, especially since you're, like, as you said, you're just waiting for Wooten. But, you know, kind of intriguing at the same time. Personally, I was a little annoyed with Wooten and Penny. They they Uh, were, it's because they were them. And, like, the episode was centered around, like, okay, how can we, like, normally Wooten and Penny are the comic relief of an episode. It's like, okay, the episode's about this, but it's kind of funny because they're hanging around. This is just condensed, concentrated Wooten and Penny, which can work, but it just it kind of felt really so far. <laughs> anyway. mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I appreciate that you think that it can work, Ryan, but I, I think you're going to have to try and back that up at some point because I really have not seen that. Let's see, I'm trying to think of an episode that it did work. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is just my childhood being like, well, what please, I find about please, the dynamic Wooten is generally work. that. That, like, Wooten was getting really, really unbearable, mm-hmm. and then Penny sort of saved him by being more unbearable, so she distracts from how horrible Wooten is. Wow, I didn't know that was even considered a flaw. Oh, Wooten. So, so let me get this straight. You want to learn how to fix a dishwasher? No! I want to make sure Connie still thinks of me as her best friend. Oh, I am so confused. I think it was the change in album 50. You had a lot of... I thought that there were a lot of good Wooten episodes in album 50, like the oh. um, Rights, Wrongs, and Winners, uh-huh. where you actually had some... Sure development for him where he's trying to figure out what am i going to do am i going to reveal my identity and then after album 50 there's this gigantic drop in wooten's maturity level and then you get to life expectancy well, and it's all like of a sudden, a rebooted and he's he's actually he like they wrote him as a new character he just became the the comic relief character yeah exactly and even throughout the green ring conspiracy it's the same thing he's um kind of more comic relief than we need but then you get to this episode and he's kind of sincere at times he's he's sane at least whereas in the album 51 episodes he's i mean really... the, the the gags and the jokes that like they still play him off as like a total moron Wooten didn't quite used to mm. be as dumb as he is now mm-hmm. no no that is like a good point. The, the, the post album 50 version of, of Wooten is just like he's an idiot and he you know he, he plays the idiot in every episode or is he or is he really trying to use comic relief just because he's trying to lighten the situation? In which case, that's just annoying. I should say yeah. I'm kind of sick today, so I'm a little bit grumpy. So well, most of my comments will be negative. Too. There exactly. you go. I, I don't think that every time we've heard from Wooten recently, he's been awful. Like the few times that he's been played as an actual character, like there's Wooten knows best. I thought that was all right. Yeah. That was a, a couple albums ago. You see, a lot of the words and phrases in there are sort of, oh, wow, Lego, excuse me a minute. Hey, can I play? So he's not a total, he's not a total idiot. It, it he depends knows what he's on doing. Who, who's writing for him, I think. Yes, but yes, I think a lot of it. writers just see him as, just, like, they probably just haven't heard his history of when he actually was a, a character, and they just kind of read probably the the Wooten's bio in the Odyssey Bible and saw, okay, Wooten <laughs> is a stupid idiot and you can use him to make jokes. That is kind of strong, but I would push back in this episode. He is competent enough to set up the answering machine to see if Penny's called and to, to know the right steps of what to go through. Like to think, okay, well, I mean, Connie and Wit do kind of help him, but then he calls, what's it, what is it, Mr. Moore and gets that helicopter to go pick up Penny, which by the way, what was the point of that? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, I felt like everything yeah. plot-wise in this episode was really just like convenient and very um, 
like nothing happened for for much of a reason. It was just like, oh, we can give this much information away about the plot, so that way we have this many more minutes left of the episode. Yeah, I, I did feel that way too. Every time, like especially when when Penny is, um, or just whenever they have any of the messages, it's like this is how much information we're going to give you at this point in the episode because we're trying to time it. Like it it, it doesn't really feel natural at all to me. It feels very much like every bit of information that's given away is very convenient or very inconvenient for no other reason than the plot which can work to some extent and i think it worked in this case but it's a fine line yeah i don't think it worked in this case (laughs) this is lee ace the voice of positivity on the odyssey scoop (laughs) cast this is gareth vandenberg i guess the voice of extreme negativity on the odyssey scoop cast are you gonna play our like uh the referee ryan well actually if i can Um, if i can just say like one or two things more you can only only one or two one Music was fun. That's it. Okay. All right. Like the pool boys? Oh, yeah, that was okay. A little confusing, but <laughs> like because I thought they broke up like six years ago. But other than that, yeah, it was okay. Uh, I didn't right. realize there was lore about the pool boys breaking up. Or maybe maybe it was like a comeback tour. I think they would have mentioned that, though. They come back or something. Probably they, the, the, the writer just did. arms of the pool boys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. So what are your thoughts? So so that, that was the end of uh, Lee's thoughts? Yep. Okay. That was only one. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I, uh, have, my, I have more if you want, but I, if we want to keep these concise, right? Right. Uh, yeah. So I think I've said most of my thoughts, just sort of that it kind of seemed kind of long and that the honeymoon was very, very Bassett, um, mm-hmm. which you can say now because they're married. So yeah, that's basically my thoughts. I kind of ranked it as out of the five episodes in this album, it's the fifth on my list. So Mm -hmm. least favorable, but still kind of enjoyable, I guess. Okay. I have negative things to say about all these episodes, but I do agree with you, Ryan. This was the worst. Do it. Do (laughs) it. Uh, this um, was the second worst for me. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear what, which one you think is worse. Oh, we have to wait until <laughs> the end for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you guys want to hear my thoughts? I have lots of notes. Do it. Oh, I thought we already I, heard I your thoughts. <laughs> oh, I'm just getting started. I, I hadn't Run listened to this, still ep- can, this album until for, for a little while. Like, I listened to it when it first came out, and then I was like, oh, wait, we're, we're doing a review of this. I, I should probably listen to it again. So I just finished listening through this whole album again today. So one of the things that we've talked about a lot of times before on this podcast is the expositional hammer and how you should not hit your audience over the head with it and kathy buchanan very much did that a lot of times in the script here i just don't like phrases where it's like where like characters are, are just giving you backstory where it's like it doesn't sound like they're talking to the other character in the scene it sounds like they're talking to the listener and saying i guess you already know that this piece of backstory already happened or i don't really uh. even have to tell you that this is a backstory piece or, I can't believe it's already been three weeks since they got married. You know, I can't believe it's already been three weeks since they got married. And I made notes of, like, eight other times in this episode where they did that. <laughs> Which, I, like, I, even that, I understand even that. that ice cream thing at the beginning. <laughs> like, yeah, I got all the stuff laid out, and then I got all the stuff laid out to clean up, because I'm the person who cleans up. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was funny. And Which, besides, how I, how funny. else are you supposed to the, say it's been three weeks? I know, that's what I'm thinking about. It, like, it is hard to do that in an audio drama, but y- you can be a little bit more around the bush. I don't know. It, a couple other points, I wrote them down, and you can give me your thoughts if you think this is they're doing this. But at one point, Penny says, uh, I'm so disappointed they had to rebook us on separate flights. I'm so disappointed they had to rebook us on separate flights. Like, in a real situation, she, she doesn't even really sound like she's disappointed. She's just like telling the audience that they rebooked them on separate flights or really she's telling the characters the clue for solving the mystery like it doesn't sound like she's just expressing this thought to wooten it's like this is just a plot point she's communicating yeah 
yeah, I yeah. can see that. I feel like they, and, could, and, uh, they no. could do a better job because it would feel more like a mystery if, like, they they worded it a bit more vaguely. Something like, like maybe her saying, "I'll see you once you get off your plane," and them going, "Why would she?" Right, like, exactly. Are you on the same plane? But she just and like the straight out says it like, feel... "Here is a clear piece of information you can plug into your theory." Right, yeah. and so like then the audience gets to think like, "Okay." Like, why would they be on separate planes? Maybe they ended up getting booked on different planes. And then when that actually ends up being figured out by the characters, you feel smart rather than... Um, Yeah. Another point, and you can tell me your thoughts on this, too, that that the pool boys do it. They say, we're so thankful to be here in London. We're so grateful to be here in London. Yeah. Where (laughs) a real band doesn't doesn't say like they plug it in. just like, hey, London, how's it going? Or something like that. They don't say we are here in London. So now you know (laughs) where we are and you can plug this piece of data into your theory. Well, we already knew that they were in London because didn't uh, Jason had just the Jason had just walked in and said that they were in london and and why do you think jason knew that other than the pool boys telling jason we are here in london probably the blog post or the video that said it was in london okay fair enough i think that i wasn't as put off by that because i think that was just them trying to do like a really crazy parody of like all those bands that say things like that like they they're very outgoing and just like hey guys how's it going yeah, I, I will think, give you that they that were annoying sort of the that's, point. that's a good point yeah <laughs> it was annoying you're happy with that I, I know how to get garrett to agree with me is to just call something annoying <laughs> i think at the end though i uh described this episode and the tone of this episode and a lot of episodes in general from odyssey is just sounding like the show has eaten too much sugar <laughs> like it's just too hyper and too all over the place and doesn't take time to try and make sense of itself it's just kind of bouncing off the walls and and the jokes are all really in your face and the the plot points are are being thrown at you really quickly and i don't know I, i'm just being mean i guess <laughs> if it's btv uh like which we talked about or a kids radio or something where that belongs or uh maybe a slice of life episodes where you do have a lot of goofy stuff going on. It might be okay to use that. But given the seriousness of the situation that Penny's actually missing, and you have all these jokes going on, if it was really as much as you say it was, then yeah, it wouldn't be as appropriate to have that much bounciness or sugar. I, that's actually, I really had that thought. And I was thinking about that later on in some of these episodes. Because in the BTV episodes, or the BTV episode in this in this album, I thought, you know, the silliness really worked well. I thought that worked a lot better over there. But in this episode, it just, and a lot of episodes other than this, it just it seems kind of weirdly out of place because they're trying to tell somewhat of a serious story. And then it's also just really silly for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two other quick points, though. I think though. a lot of the classic episodes did that well, where they would, like that episode where the blind girl was kidnapped yeah um she has a with, name uh, man I don't jenny roberts all the characters names <laughs> voiced That's by it. natalie babbitt thanks man that wow you have so much information. you really don't see yeah. people for their uh, disabilities very, i appreciate very... that man go study the wiki R- ryan just looks at that girl and thinks that's the blind girl he doesn't even care about her name <laughs> stereotypes this is why we need you on on, on the she's podcast. a fictional character i really don't care <laughs> So two two final notes. Though they made up this word clibriopoxide. Yep. And so I looked that up on the internet, and there is a poxide type chemical drug that sounds kind of like that, but it's called chlordiazepoxide. Hydroxychloroquine. Which I don't really know how to say. Which does exactly the same thing as they mentioned. So I don't know why they made up a different name for this drug. Like, is it's supposed to be a parody 
of a drug probably because they don't want kids like <laughs> looking up the drug and buying it so they can i, I mean they said uh, it's hard to get and like it's not friends. like a 10 year old is gonna know how to buy a medical drug well they will now because you called you right. told everyone what the drug <laughs> and is that's right the kids real... if you want to forget your troubles get some chlorides epoxide <laughs> and even if they put the real name of the drug in there kids listening to this episode probably wouldn't know how to spell it <laughs> well i sure didn't maybe it's i'm thinking it's because the real drug does something slightly different than what this drug does like oh what like, is that like drug? i have the it says uh it's used to treat anxiety insomnia and withdrawal symptoms from alcohol and or drug abuse uh sorry the drug has amnesiac anti i don't know how to read that word but <laughs> a- 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 amnesia that that's the important word it it, it, it does have it does give you amnesia until you can properly process your trauma so that's exactly what they said it does Okay. All right. Good. Which, one. Yeah, it is pretty interesting that that, that actually exists. <laughs> Another poxide. But um, m- my main question for you guys before we wrap up this episode is: Has Odyssey officially jumped the shark on this one? Because this is the second time a main character has showed up out of the blue with amnesia. I forget. I have amnesia. What was the you first mean? one? <laughs> oh, duh. Right. No. I no. Feel like yeah, that I, I don't one. think so because this one was different. Wooten actually could remember his friends and stuff, and it was. No, I just mean if a show has to revert to using amnesia as a main plot element more than once. I mean, it, it, the first time is already a sign, but th- this is the second time, guys. Hmm. Well, then again, those episodes were very serious, and there yeah. was no uh, no way out. But with this one, it's more like this is really time sensitive. We need to know where your where your actually, wife. Actually, no is way out this. was on a different album, I think. <laughs> Did I say no way? I think I think I'll give them a little bit of space on this one because I don't think they've jumped the boat. If in what episode did you say this was? Eight twenty six and eight twenty seven. If in eight hundred and twenty six episodes they use the amnesia thing twice, uh, method of amnesia for a plot point twice, I think they're yeah. doing pretty well. Yeah, pretty All good right. one. You want to give our? Uh, yeah, do we yeah, have no, a, like fine. rating yeah, out of? Do you have ratings? Yeah. Lee? Well, um, I don't know if I've told you this. I have an objective rubric that I put each episode into. I heard about that on the AIO wiki I was listening to. That what is, is that? Seven, like, how does it, okay, how does let, me, it uh, measure? let me pull it up real quick. There are 15 categories. Writing, compelling moral, music, sound design, acting, believable plot, drawn into plot, expectations, speed, humorous, memorable, continuity. We, we should talk about how this moral is very uncompelling then for a second. Because <laughs> at, at the end for a second, they, they try to relate it to, to this being about like the, the parable of the like woman looking for her coin, which is like... A met- I metaphor for God looking for <laughs> looking for her. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah. oh, nice tie-in. But it, it like d- <laughs> does this episode about them searching for Pen- Penny expand on or comment on that story in any way? Like th- that is such a tacked-on lesson. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I. I. Yeah. I put a no for moral. Yes. I. <laughs> I convinced you. You already convinced me. I put this. I did this I back better... when I first reviewed this episode. I already said the moral wasn't Great. that good. Okay. All right. I think a better example might have been talking about like a better moral, even if it was like t- just tacked on, would be talking about how much Jesus loves us and marriage is. It's like a, an example of that. If it's if marriage is done right, it's meant to be almost a metaphor for our relationship with mm-hmm. God. No, guys, the, the moral like, is we are obviously Christ, don't do drugs, kids. Like we're the bride of Christ, and <laughs> we're the bride of Christ, and God loves us enough to do crazy things like send his son to die for us or get on a helicopter and try to <laughs> yeah, save us. Yeah, it wouldn't us. have taken Which, that much effort just to make Chris say that all these parables relate to God's love for us and Wooten's love for Penny and 
a husband's love for his wife. It wouldn't wouldn't have been too hard to do that. The 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 coin parable isn't that talking about the kingdom? Yeah, of Yeah, but Chris doesn't say that. And what, what, since when did God get amnesia and forget about us and and have to solve a mystery about how to <laughs> how to how to save humanity from their sin? Some people would argue that's what the uh, silent years of between the that's old a and good new theory. testament. Yeah. Are. Oh, I also looked yeah. up the the penny thing about the birch scent, and yeah. that is real too. Actually, yep. uh, 1972. They and but they, they said it's worth millions. It's not worth millions, but it is worth a million. Mm-hmm. So interesting little tidbit. It made me wonder though if if Kathy Buchanan just had, like had writer's block and was like just Googled penny stories, and up came the story of. <laughs> about the birch that she just started reading about pennies and she's like oh that could that could be a thing so this is weird i'll i'll be hearing um, writer interviews and stuff and they'll say i got the idea for this episode from this news article i saw and i thought that news article has little to nothing to do with the actual plot of the episode so how did that inspire you to make this episode i'm really reaching here i need more ideas they're gonna, they're well maybe they're looking for a penny episode but actually penny has the penny oh this could be good yeah and then we could relate it to pennies from oh. the bible Wow, it comes full circle. Just and we like could a call penny it does. Find a Penny. Okay, can we go to the next episode? Or did yes. you guys rate it yet? Wait, I didn't give it my rating. Yeah, my yeah, rating so what's is your rating, a Lee? 7 out of 10 pennies. 7 pennies. what out of 10? 7 pennies? Okay. My rating is, um, this isn't the worst episode ever. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this is a two horrible honeymoons. Wow. My personal rating would be, I think I'm going to go with 4 out of 10 and the item will be pool boy singers. Okay. Great. Four pool boy singers out of ten. Yours really should should have been um, should have been seventy cents on the dollar. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but we're not doing out of a hundred, right? Whatever. <laughs> seven cents on the, dime. <laughs> on the dime. I'm gonna give it a seven cents on the dime. Well, that was fun. It was really nice to talk about the episode, and uh, even though Garrett and I disagreed on pretty much everything that was in this review, I think that we uh, I don't know we coexisted pretty well, if you know what I mean. Well, gang, that's just the start of these new reviews. We will continue the review series next time with the next two episodes in Album 63. And in the meantime, if you enjoyed this review, you can go to odysseyscoopcast.com to leave us a comment. While you're there, you can also check out all the other Scoopcast editions that we've done. I'm on some of the more recent ones, and last time we released our review of Legacy, so if you haven't heard that one, go check it out right now. You can also leave us a like or a comment or a message on Facebook. And if you'd like to connect with other Odyssey fans to talk about Odyssey or about really anything, you can go to odysseyscoop.com forum to visit the Soda Shop message boards. Well, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. I'm Lee Asim, and remember, never be without the Odyssey Scoop. Yeah, we're not going to do a plot summary like on the, you know, the AIO Wiki podcast. Right. Really long. Which, none well, of you guys listen to that. Though, no, right? no one listens to that. <laughs> That's our competition. I, actually, I listen to it. See, but if the show is well written, you shouldn't really feel like it's a fictional character. It should become such an important character that you you. Uh, never mind. This is just a <laughs> I thought you were talking about how you hated Odyssey. <laughs> I don't hate Odyssey. I'm I'm just a I'm I'm just arguing that uh, it used to be better, and I want to you know complain about. Uh, the, the change in yeah. the world and be a, a annoyed conservative. Well, then again, we also used to have split Gary episodes. Gary Vandenberg. Yeah, oh, that's true. That was terrible.